What's up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for March 20th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Happy spring. It's officially spring. I know here on the East Coast, it we had some cold snaps, but it really wasn't too bad of a winter. Knock on wood, because I have seen it snow this late before. But spring's here, so that means it is soon to be baseball season. Uh, we're in the full swing of March Madness, which I'll get into in a little bit. But just a quick couple housekeeping things. Speaking of Phillies, this week on Back to the Future, we'll do our Phillies season preview. Go over everything, quick recap of last season, and see where we feel they're going to fall for this year. Uh, speaking of Back to the Future, it's a great time. Eagles free agency, which I'll have a couple updates in a minute. Great time. We talk about the best and worst Eagles free agent pickups of all time. Be sure to check that out. Give it a like and a subscribe wherever you get your podcast. That's Back to the Future with a PH. All right. Let's start today with our Philly Sports Women's History Spotlight. Today we spotlight Candace Dupree. The Oklahoma native played for Temple from 2002 to 2006. She was a forward on those Dawn Staley coach teams. When she graduated, she was top three, but since then she's still top seven in both scoring and rebounding at Temple all time. She's also one of two women to have their numbers retired and hanging in the rafters at the Leah Corris Center. Her number four hangs up there with Marilyn Stevens, who we talked about a couple weeks ago. She was the sixth pick in the 2006 WNBA draft for the Chicago Sky. She was on the all-rookie team. She's a seven-time All-Star. She won the championship with the Phoenix Mercury in 2004. She also won two world championship gold medals for the United States team. Just one of the all-time best to do it at Temple, setting the bar pretty high for the people to come after her. So today we shout out Temple's own Candice Dupree, Thank you for being an example and a shining star for girls everywhere to look up to. All right. So, Eagles update. C.J. Gardner-Johnson is not coming back. He signed last night with the Lions for $8 million in one year. I guess a prove-it deal. And I, I haven't really had time this morning to, to really dive into it. But it leads me to believe one of two things. I think it's fair to say that his asking price was way too high and he misjudged the market for whatever reason. So now he's on that one year prove it deal again. But I mean, with all of the rumors and the smoke coming out that the Eagles were aggressively trying to sign him and they wanted him to be a part of their team. I, I have a feeling how he was trying to lock him up long-term and I, I think Gardner Johnson just didn't want a long-term deal, not necessarily with the Eagles, but I think he kind of has in his head what he's worth. And that's what he, he wasn't going to accept anything less. So he signed with the Lions on another prove it deal. Hope, hopefully hoping to cash in next year. So, I mean, I think at $8 million, I think the Eagles could have done it for one year. But again, I don't know behind the scenes what the negotiations were. But I have a feeling that's ultimately what happened was he wanted more money didn't necessarily want to sign the long-term deal what Howie was offering. I mean, I, I could be way wrong. So he's not coming back. It leaves right now Lance Blankenship as your, your or at least as a chance, penciled in as your safety. Uh, Jalen Mills is still out there. I still don't think for the right price. 
Yeah, that's a bad fit for him to come back and play a little safety and just provide some depth there. Uh, I did see as well that all weekend, like the Eagles were linked to Bobby Wagner, which I don't think that's a bad pickup for like a one-year cheap deal. Uh, but we shall see. You still have the whole Jalen Hurts extension kind of hanging out there. But the big news today, no C.J. Gardner-Johnson this year. Who knows? He could sign a long-term deal next year, but uh, he's going to Detroit. So, uh, and one thing moving on, I haven't really talked much about, but uh, I mentioned it the one when Schwerber hit the home run. But the United States team is, uh, they kind of came out and blew out uh, Cuba yesterday in the World Baseball Classic. Trey Turner's been red hot. And it's funny because I keep forgetting that he is on our team. Uh, so it's a good, good, good problem to have that. We have Schwarber and Turner who have both been playing well for the world, uh, the United States in the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Turner hit a grand slam the other night. He had knocked in a few runs last night. So just pretty cool to see one of our guys do it. All right, uh, NCAA March Madness update. My bracket is still alive. Currently in third place in my pool. Uh, all four of my Final Four teams are still alive, which is good. I don't think it's been a long time since I've made it out of the, the opening weekend with both all four Final Four teams, so I'll take it. Um, I still have the highest potential points, too, so hopefully things are looking good there for the bracket. Uh, just a quick local tie yesterday. Uh, Michigan State beat Marquette, and their point guard, A.J. Hogard, is actually from my hometown of Coatesville. I actually, my dad used to work with his dad, and so when I was uh, growing, like I remember playing softball with his dad, played basketball against his dad, uh, which funny story, I had one great shot where I gave him like my little patented jump hook in the middle of the lane, got him good, um, and he shut me down the rest of the game. It wasn't even close. So I was living large on that little hook shot. And I think he probably made me eat the ball five times after that every time I tried it. So, and he went in and talked trash to my dad about it. But AJ Hogard for Michigan State. I know I'm a Michigan guy, but it's good to see, even though I had Marquette winning another round, it's good to see a local kid doing well in the tournament. So there's that. All right. Today we're going to hop in the way, way, way back machine. And we're going to go back to 1934. And I thought this was a very interesting sort of thing that happened. And on this day, uh, March 20th, 1934, Babe Diedrichsen, who is one of the greatest female athletes of all time, and I think it ties in well with our Women's History Month, she played in one of the spring training exhibition games for the Philadelphia A's versus the Brooklyn Dodgers. She pitched the first inning. She pitched a scoreless first inning, um, which was pretty cool. She took him down. Uh, I think it was a 1-2-3 inning, if I'm not mistaken from what I read. But uh, just a little bit about Babe. She was the founder and one of the first LPGA champions. Uh, she was an All-American in college in track and basketball. She also was a very good bowler. I don't know why. Every, every place I've read about her, it always says, and she was an avid bowler. So who knows? But she got the nickname Babe because when she would play baseball on the Sandlots as a kid, she would hit Ruthian home runs, as they were described. Uh, she also would go on to pitch a few days later for the Cardinals. That outing did not go as well. She got knocked around a little bit. But 
It's an exhibition all for good, but she did. She pitched a scoreless inning on this day for the Philadelphia Athletics against the Brooklyn Dodgers. Just one of the, the greatest athletes of all time, men or women. I think when ESPN did their century thing, she was like top 10 all-time greatest athletes ever, regardless of gender. So pretty cool. And that happened on this day in 1934. Sixers in action tonight against the Bulls. They're looking to extend that winning streak um, to nine. Uh, I, I saw Doc being interviewed yesterday. He was kind of pissed off at the schedule makers because they go back on the road after stopping home. And I think his quote was something along the lines of, he's like, it's bullshit. Like, basically, we're coming home to do our laundry and then going back on the road. Um, so he's not happy. But they have been pretty much on fire since the all-star break with this tough tough stretch of games that they have so let's hope that they can keep keep it rolling tonight uh against the bulls so but we'll, we shall see time is ticking on them they i want them to move up if possible it's always good to get one of those top two seeds but all right go have yourselves a monday on this day babe Diedrichson actually pitched a perfect first inning uh, against the Brooklyn Dodgers for the Philadelphia A's. We shouted out Candice Dupree, gave a little shout out to my hometown and A.J. Hogard. Uh, Spartans, as long as it doesn't mess with my bracket, I will get behind them. I had Marquette winning, so I might as well root for them to win one more. And I actually kind of always like Tom Izzo anyway. But go have yourselves a Monday. Hopefully we have some more Eagles updates for you tomorrow. And until then, I will see you when I see you.